there will be certain people that it feels like they are able to just say like, wow, you know, like my life is a mess right now and here it is and just be like completely themselves and honest about what's going on. And I feel like I'm still kind of putting on a show and I'm always looking like, why can't I be like that? Hi. Hi. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it, been I don't a know bit. why it feels it feels so weird to record right now. How, <laughs> how do you feel? I don't know. <laughs> so listeners, Lauren and I are really terrible friends and like when we're not recording together, we like never text each other. <laughs> we do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do, but like we're both very independent people and we're both very hard set on like doing our thing individually, not really wanting to bother the other one. Yes. <laughs> That's that's probably the main thing. It's like, oh, she doesn't need to <laughs> be dealing with my life. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like like you don't want to be bothered about it, like for real. I do. Please bother me. I know. God, <laughs> there's so much to talk about. Um, it's been three weeks since we recorded, and it's because I've been struggling. Yeah. I mean, not gonna lie, the first week that you called off, I could very much use that too, but I know you've you've had more going on. Yeah, yeah. The first week, um, so Brett and I broke up, and there's a whole bunch of reasons uh, that I don't know how much I want to get into today. I feel like this episode will go best if I just pretend the listeners aren't listening and just talk to you, Lauren. Okay, good. Because that's about all I know about it. Is you're just like, yeah, we broke up. We're still friendly. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um. And did I tell you that? the first time we skipped recording no or was it the first i didn't even tell you god i'm so goddamn private the first time i believe what you told me is you know just like i can't this week um maybe i will give you a message later and tell you all the hot goss <laughs> oh god i can't tell you how many times i've told people i'm gonna send them voicemails and then i don't do it <laughs> it's a toxic trait but um no so <sighs> I've been feeling kind of unhappy since my birthday was when I really started like feeling sick about mm -hmm. it. But before then, even since before then, I've just like been feeling really, I don't know, confused about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, we were just like incompatible in a lot of ways and neither of us were growing anymore. And we kind of like called each other out on it. That's fair. Um, Oh God, I don't. I literally don't know <laughs> how much I should say right now, but but it's just you. So so you know that I discovered I was queer in 2021 in treatment. I, didn't. I talked about it on the podcast before, bitch. Not not when I was here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe you talked about it on the podcast to yourself. Oh my God. Well, this is going about as badly as I thought it would. <laughs> oh God. 2021. I was in treatment, and I I read Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And I just, like, really started wondering if I was straight, like, 100%. Um, and after I got out of treatment, like, I relapsed, and uh, not just on behaviors, but on, like, old ways of thinking, just feeling really insecure and confused. And so, you know, I went back to men, even though I said I would start dating women. <laughs> and, yeah, all this shit has, like, continued to kind of be a question in, in my head, but I just never really thought about it. I just kept, like, pushing it down. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I just can't anymore. And so like, I, I had that conversation with Brett. Um, and he's known like, since we met that I'm probably like, a bi. And, and like, that's the label I chose. I don't have a label now. Like, 
I don't know what's happening. I just know, Mm -hmm. like, I I need space to explore this. So I told him that uh, two weeks ago, and it was really hard. And we, you know, we discussed staying together. Like, that's the thing. We're really good friends. Yeah. And we were talking about getting married for a while, you know, and we... We were both like, yeah, we're we're at the point now where we we're either getting married or not. <laughs> like, yeah. and I'm serious. It it wasn't just because of societal expectations. Yeah, like we really did want to build a life together. Yeah, I just say I, I understand when when you are with someone like that and you're living with them, then it's just kind of like what what is this going towards? I mean, it's the same thing as everything in your life. You know, if you're working at a job and it's just kind of like I don't see any advancement, then why am I still in it? Then it's the same thing with yeah, a relationship. For any relationship. <laughs> but like specifically, I just, I don't know. I really, I don't think I'm straight. And I think I've known that for a while now. And I just, I don't know. I, I my, my parents don't know the real reason we broke up. And they were completely shocked because everyone loves him. Everyone loves us together because we're a great team. Yeah. And, you know, she's telling me things like, if you guys could break up, then what hope is there oh, no. in love for my children oh, no. and all this stuff? And I just want to tell her, Mom, it's really simple. Yeah. Like, it's 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 something neither of us can control. And, like, we're stuck in the same lease together for a year. I told you that. Well, that's what I was wondering when you said that. Is I was like, oh, man, is it going to be that awkward to kind of, we have to stick around and... You just got a new kitten, and <laughs> exactly. I know I'm not well, probably not telling you things you don't know, but I know I was just thinking like, oh my god. No, trust me, those thoughts have been going on a loop in my head for the last two mm-hmm. weeks. Just like, what are you doing? You're making a huge mistake. You're throwing this all away. But we're, neither of us were happy. Like, I mean, we were, but we weren't. Like, we could both be getting fulfilled in so much deeper ways that, and it's not fair to each of us to just like stay out of comfort. Yeah, like you're you're, you're happy in that you are two people that get along and like each other, but you weren't totally. getting what you need out of a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's sad. I've been grieving like the life I was envisioning for myself that I really tried to want, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like I tried really hard, but I just, I don't know. I, what, wh- what's your take so far? What are, what are you thinking? Um, mostly I'm like, you, you know, you're just saying that, that you were upset about not having the life that you had kind of told yourself to want, but you know, it's your life. You gotta, <laughs> you, you only get to do it once. So don't do what you feel you should or what other people seem to think you should. Do you think I'm oversharing? No. It's, it's hard to talk about because it feels very personal and I, but, but like, it doesn't have to be a big deal, you mm-hmm. know, like what I want is to just be true to myself. And I feel like we've already brought this up, but just you know, I don't know, to make you feel like you're not the only one that has to be vulnerable here. <laughs> I, Thank you. <laughs> I, I've talked about how I, I feel like I'm asexual, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the same sort of thing. It's trying to figure out like, why, almost like, why am I not like normal people? Like, why, why do I get nothing out of sex? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I thought I was ace for a while. Like, I've gone through all the phases that you read about people going mm-hmm. through, like when they figure out they're gay. It's like, for like, you know, women, at least. It's like you go through the phase where you think you're bi and then maybe you think you're ace and all these labels you try on kind of, at least in my experience, Mm -hmm. I tried all those labels on and it's like none of them really fit. And that's and, okay. Yeah. And it's it's funny because I feel like I did the, the same thing except like a different um, path because I know I did that at one point. So I was just like, well, 
maybe it's just because I'm not that into men and, you know, and I, mm-hmm. and I changed my, my dating profile to say men and women. And I you know, like messaged a few and I was just like, you know, they're not doing it for me either. So. Yeah. And like, it, it's such a weird thing to talk about. Like, I wish I didn't have to make some sort of announcement. Mm -hmm. Not that I have to, but I'm feeling like I need within myself to tell everyone and to finally own my truth. Not that I know what it is yet, but like, I'm getting (laughs) there. But like, straight people don't have to do that. (laughs) You know, like, I've been listening to this podcast and they um, equate coming out as gay to straight people announcing to everyone what their favorite sex position is. Okay. It's like a very personal thing that that like you shouldn't have to tell people but like I don't know. Yeah. I I don't like to assume, you know, like oh, these people have it easy because you never really know. It makes me wonder like maybe straight people go through, I would say probably a similar thing. It's just in the end if they decide like yes, I am straight and I am sexually attracted to the opposite gender, then they don't have to like as an end result, share like their process because it's just like, oh, I just ended up like everybody would expect me to be. So well, yeah. (laughs) And that's because in in our society, everyone assumes that you're straight from birth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of the term compulsory heterosexuality? Um, No, but I'm kind of getting an idea of what it means. I mean, that's basically it. Just (laughs) the way our society is built around the assumption that everyone is straight. And if you deviate from that, then you're an other. Um, yeah. And, and I, it seems like common sense, but I've literally never heard of that. And I discovered it a few months ago and I've really been reading up on it and realizing like, holy shit, no wonder I didn't realize this whole time. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) there's all these things in place that are built to make you like fit a mold. Yeah. I mean, I don't know (laughs) when I was younger, I remember it being even worse obviously, because we've seen things change. And I mean, you know, I'm 31 and you're 42. It's like (laughs) we did not grow up in a queer friendly environment. And actually, I'm I'm not 42. (laughs) You're 43. We get to stop saying that because my birthday was August 9th. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, my God. Lauren, your birthday was August 9th. Yes. Oh, my God. This is the expose episode where you realize (laughs) what it is terrible friend I am. <laughs> oh my god. Well, well, okay, let's can we take a break from like my shit and talk about that for a second? Oh, sure. Can we uh, please talk about you? Yeah. It, I don't have a very like nice story. Um <laughs> Well, I, that's fine. This this episode isn't very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I I tried um kind of like the middle of last week, then, you know, like, I didn't want to do any like big deal or anything like that. But I just sent a text out to a handful of, you know, closer friends. I didn't, you know, like include the whole circle because I wasn't interested in it being a big deal. And just said, um, hey, I, I'm thinking of um, going out this Friday, you know, because it's just after my birthday and just doing some kind of like birthday drinks or something. If, if anybody wants to come, you know, don't feel obligated, whatever. And I picked this place. Um, it was a cool place. They had uh, they specialize in um, craft cocktails, but frozen ones. Ooh. So you know they're they're all like Slurpees. And it also was like a really hot day, and I was going to bring Pico with me so we could sit outside and have frozen cocktails. You know, be great. Yeah. Um, I had one person. Well, 
I'd invited my roommate and she said she would see, but she had the work day from hell. So she did let me know. She's like, I'm just not going to be able to make it. So like, that's fine. And then I had one friend that sounded like a definite yes. One sounded like an almost definite yes. One sounded like a probably no. And I sat there for 45 minutes and nobody no, showed up. Oh, Lauren. Fuck you. Oh, my God. I wish <laughs> I wish that we could have FaceTimed or something. I literally did not know it was your birthday. I'm oblivious. Uh, yeah, again. I'm so that's, sorry. That's back to what we said in the beginning. I didn't even think of that. Like, we don't want to bother each other. I could <laughs> We hate reaching out. We, as much as we talk about it, we both are so bad at reaching out for help. And that has a lot to do with like what I want to talk about today. Okay, good. Because yes, now now you say that I'm like, you're right. You know what? In the moment, I could have been like, hey, I'm sitting out here with Pico and this kind of sucks. And you could have been like, yeah, it does. And I would have something to talk to. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. Maybe we should make maybe we should make like a promise on air to like at least text each other. No, no pressure. Just like next time that we feel like we can't text anyone or we're like we're lonely mm-hmm. we should just text each okay. other i'm 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 bored and if anything <laughs> it'll it'll be an awkward story to tell on the podcast yeah. <laughs> god this is this is a disaster <laughs> i am so sorry that you had to go through that what happened um so i said i'm not gonna make it a waste i got myself a nice frozen cocktail to go <laughs> and um what flavor um Prickly pear Fuck margarita. Yeah. Oh my god, that's what I used to get when I lived in Texas. Uh, <laughs> Do you get salt around the rim? Um, no, I don't, I don't know if you would like if you ordered it there, but I mean, to go, they just give it to you in like a styrofoam cup and seal it. <laughs> obviously, because you're gonna take oh, it. I've home. never gotten one to go. I never had either. <laughs> they just kind of like stick a have like a sticker that kind of like wraps around the top, and it's just like there you go. Now it's considered closed. Take it home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So did you did you just go home then? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what, how are you feeling? Were you like okay with it, or were you really depressed? Um, I I heard like I kind of understood. I was I was sort of bummed at the one who I thought was for sure coming because she did uh, then get a hold of me and she was like, "Oh, did you leave already?" And I was like, "Well, at this point, you're an hour late. Why didn't you say something?" And I was like, "Yeah, I did." <laughs> Like, like, I'd expect someone that late to at least be like, I'm on my way or something like that. Dude, I don't know about you, but the rejection sensitivity has been so bad lately. Like, the worse my mental health gets, then the worse it feels when people, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, reject me, even if it's a legit reason. We've talked about this before on the podcast so many times. But it just feels extra bad lately. And I feel like you can... I agree. Because, I mean, that one, that one was the worst. But the other... Even the other person, you know, like I thought was going to come and they couldn't because he was traveling for work and was like, oh, my gosh, you know, like my travel plans got all messed up. And that's what I heard from him around when I was leaving, too. It was just like I literally just landed. So I'm like, okay, so obviously you can't make it. (laughs) I think that's why I canceled my birthday this year. I can't deal with people like not showing up. And I just always worry no one will show up. And it's it's like, because that's the thing that happens. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. I went and I had a bad feeling about that. I was just like, oh, this is, is this going to ha- be what happens? And I told myself, I was like, don't be stupid. You just imagine the worst case scenario. It's like, and then your worst case scenario is realized mm-hmm. and you're like, fuck. Yep. So I, I, I sat outside on the patio with Pico and watched Harry Potter on TV until I decided to leave. There was a Harry Potter movie on. <laughs> Which one? Um, the fourth one. The, the one the, the one with the, when they the tournament because okay, they were so yeah that's when they start getting dark yeah after that one that the mood like shifts yeah because he was fighting dragons and the scene that i was people die yes. 
<laughs> I watched those with Brett a few months ago when we were both sick together. We watched all of them, and it was my first time watching all of them because, you know, I grew up super right. Christian and we weren't right. allowed. Because <laughs> that's the devil. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I mean, we have had a lot of good times together. Like, that's the thing. And we will continue to, you know, d- do a lot of stuff together. It's just... I don't know. It feels like really foreign territory and it feels really lonely. And so I've been isolating a lot. Um, I did have like a therapy appointment uh, the week after and that was really good. good. You know, what's funny, though, the topic, the topic that I had chosen to talk about three weeks ago, it was going to be fresh starts. Oh, (laughs) you said (laughs) something about like, it's more important than ever. It makes more sense than ever. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) I was like, bad news, I can't record good news, my topic is more relevant than ever, (laughs) or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, and now, like, obviously, I still kind of want to talk about that, because, of course, you're in the middle of a fresh start, too. Yeah. You you (laughs) just got out of treatment, and you just started going back to work, and like, holy shit, we haven't even talked about that. Yeah, I I had Um, a first session with a new therapist, and... There's things to think about. Oh, yeah. What, you're 22nd. You're 22nd, yes, right? Yes. Yeah, you texted me. You were See, I'm glad you did text me then. You texted me when you were in the oh, car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you were like, this will be my 22nd therapist. I'm feeling kind of bummed about it. Yeah, just like, I'm so over this. And then I think I... <laughs> I think I sent you a voicemail and I was, I, I don't remember what I said, but I just remember how like deflated I felt when I was making it. Just like, yeah, dude, everything sucks right now. <laughs> I relate so hard. Yeah. Um, so last night I kind of had a breakdown. Um, this is leading somewhere. Okay. Don't worry. That's fine. Doesn't um, have to lead anywhere. So I am now moved into the office where I'm recording. So I, I got a twin bed and I'm sleeping there mm-hmm. now in my office. It's really cozy and cute. Um, but last night I was moving my clothes from the closet we shared into my new closet and I just started crying and I couldn't stop. And I, I felt like I was having a panic attack Mm -hmm. and it was one of those times where I just didn't want to be alone because I was afraid of like where my thoughts would go. And, um, it it just really scared me. And I, and I I knew that we would be recording today Mm -hmm. and part of me just felt really insecure about doing that because I feel like when I'm struggling really hard, I almost don't have any business to be talking about it, Mm -hmm. even on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And to kind of further explain, I want to share an audio journal I made last night before going to bed, if that's okay. Um, Okay, it's in the media. Oh, wait, I think I can play it. All right, here we go. Hey, so I know this is kind of out of the blue. Oh, wait, that's the wrong one. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll pull it up again. We're Sorry, professionals. everyone. While I'm doing that, do you want to like talk about how work has been? Um, yeah. I, how about I just tell you a funny story from work? Tell me, please. <laughs> I figured you'd like. Why don't that. you do that? Okay. So something has apparently been going on. Um, started sometime while I was gone at work. Well, first, this little—I mean, maybe a half inch tall at the most. This this little like ceramic maybe duck showed up. On someone's on someone's desk, and okay. and then these little ducks were showing up in more spots, and then um, other farm animals started showing up. They <laughs> have um, turtles and um, frogs, and right now we seem to be on pigs. The pigs are considerably larger than the are other they ones. All ceramic. Yes, or no? I, what? I think the, the pigs seem to be like plastic or something. And you don't plastic. know who's doing it. No. And apparently, I mean, by, by the time I got there, they said, like, 
everybody in the office has been blamed at some point. Nobody knows who is doing it. And a few days, you know, like after I was there, then that's what um, one of the women we have kind of like a, a little like side office where people that like don't have a private office can go if they have to make a private phone call or something like that. And uh-huh. she was in there and she was, she came out and she was just like, they struck again. <laughs> She's like, I was just, you know, like <gasps> cleaning up my, my computer to get out of there. And then I saw on the shelf and she pulls out like two little pigs. <laughs> so, that is so adorable. Yeah. And um, someone brought, when, when we were That's getting funny. a big collection of them, someone had kind of like a a placemat that has, you know, kind of like a farm print on it. And she just felt like, felt like that would go. So that's where we're putting them all. And I will actually, um, I took a picture of it. So I will send you a picture of the mystery farm animals that are showing up in our office. Please. (laughs) We need some stuff to post to our Instagram. It goes on to this day. We still do not know who's doing this. Okay, cool. Now, next week, you can give us an update. It'll give us like a reason to record. Yes. (laughs) If if anything else. For some reason, I thought you were going to say it'd give us a reason to live. (laughs) Oh my god, I won't even go there. All okay. right, I have the voicemail ready okay. now if you're ready. Yep. So yeah, I I made this last night, not even sure if I wanted to share it, but this is kind of what was going through my head mm-hmm. when I was thinking about recording today. One reason I think it's so hard for me to ask for help is because I don't think I want help right now. To be completely honest, I don't know if... I mean, I know I do deserve help. I don't think I deserve help. I, or rather, I think I deserve help. I just don't feel I deserve help. And I'm tired of of trying to ask for something that I don't want. Like, it just doesn't make sense. No wonder I haven't been trying hard enough. Maybe I don't want it. So then, like, what do I want from people? I think I just want to be heard. I guess in my personal life, I feel like I'm not heard. Maybe because I don't speak up. Like that is 100% on me. I don't speak up. I don't ask for help. But maybe it's because, I don't know, I didn't speak up growing up. I never spoke up. I learned to write about things and and create fantasy worlds. And eventually I, I talked about it online. But like in my real life, I have never really talked about these things even though I have a whole podcast about it and and that's why it's been so hard to record lately I just feel like a fake because like I I talk about asking for help I don't want to ask for help and I talk about being vulnerable I'm not vulnerable I mean that's just it in real life I am I feel like I'm none of the things that I am online and so I don't know. I, I'm really fucking tired. I'm really tired. I just want to be honest. I don't know. I, I want to be heard and, and validated. I mean, that is one thing we talk about all the time that that is true in real life. Like validation is really important and maybe I don't feel validated in real life and maybe it's, it's because I don't give people a chance. But like, how, how do I start doing that? Okay. So thoughts yeah i oh man i you know of course i'm trying to think of something to to say when i'm listening and i'm just kind of like i don't know because you just you named so much like how i feel yeah. and i just kind of like I, I know you feel i don't have the answer either i, so. I know you feel <laughs> I, I know you have feelings. i know you can relate <laughs> i like yes we both feel like we both feel a lot but we don't talk about it and not even on the podcast and so that's what I was thinking last night is like when we are in this headspace mm-hmm. of like doing badly and not asking for help, is it the right thing 
to even talk about it on the podcast? Or does that mean we need to like take more time off from the podcast and like start reaching out in real life? I don't know. Yeah, I know. I have told myself multiple times, you know, kind of like you were coming to the conclusion there that it's just like, maybe I'm doing this to myself because I know that I don't reach out and things like that. But I feel like you need to, I don't know, like practice to get good at it. And that's what I'm just, I'm not good yeah. at it. That's <laughs> where so I'm like, I don't understand how to keep practicing. <laughs> I keep wanting to like find this magic tip to help me like make it easier. Like maybe there's something that I can do, like some some secret mm -hmm. that I just haven't discovered yet. I mean, even but, I feel, you know, like coming out of like a treatment setting, I feel like I've noticed that in, in that kind of setting too, that there will be certain people that it feels like they are able to just say like, wow, you know, like my life is a mess right now and here it is and just be like completely themselves and honest about what's going on. And I feel like I'm still kind of putting on a show and I'm always looking like, why can't I be like yeah. that? <laughs> well, and I feel like I am like that online. Like I write about very personal things. I talk about it on the podcast. And but like, in real life, I never talk about it. I isolate, I don't ask for help. And I get worse. Yeah, I'm definitely closer like on here. But you know, part of that is because <laughs> I don't let any of my family listen or like a lot of friends. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I when I came on today, I had no idea I was going to even talk about, like, the sexuality stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe I do feel comfortable talking about it because, A, I know I can edit stuff out if I need to. True. <laughs> but, but, B, I, I don't think a lot of people will listen. Like, it, it's kind of a litmus test to see who actually listens, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that... Uh, a lot of my family don't listen to it anymore, and that makes me feel emboldened, mm. to be more mm -hmm. honest, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I've never wanted to, like, get famous with the podcast. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> I mean, do you do you want to get famous? Be honest, Lauren. Um, I like the idea of kind of, like, being famous in the podcast world. But, yeah, I wouldn't want to be, like, to the greater world. Like, everybody knows, like, The oh, greater world. Yeah. <laughs> the neurotypical world. Yes. I mean, I, I definitely would, like, I never would want to be in the same way, you know, that, like, movie stars are. Like, I, I wouldn't want people to actually, like, wonder about what I'm doing in my life and randomly yeah. write about it and report on it. I'd be like, no, thank you. That's the thing sometimes about having a mental health podcast. I feel like I, I use up all my, my vulnerability on here. And so then in real life, I don't have any left. I'm just, like so exhausted from even this mm -hmm. but it does help people like that's where i'm torn i don't know how honest to be because i know that being honest will help me and also potentially someone else but also it could be i don't know i don't <laughs> want to depress people or make people think differently of me you know yeah. like our, it's it's a very vulnerable place when we're doing it right i guess yeah i don't know i don't know <laughs> Your clueless hosts. Hello. Yeah. I mean, how's recovery going for you? Um, it's going. <laughs> it's been hard for me. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, it's been hard. That stuff all pops up when you're dealing with other tough stuff, too. <laughs> yeah. And that's like another thing I'm hesitant to talk about because I just feel like it's another way I've failed. Yeah, I know. I That's why I feel like I kind of like just deflected your question because I'm like, I don't. I don't feel like I have enough positive to say. I mean, it's not totally negative. I'm not like tanking. But, but I think people want to hear about the day-to-day -day gritty, mediocre stuff. Like, I don't know. I could sense you deflecting the question, not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it that you don't think it's interesting enough or is it that you just don't want to talk about it? I'm afraid that I don't have enough positive to say because I feel 
kind of discouraged. Um, talk about talk about feeling discouraged. I I guess maybe I was hoping like I wasn't expecting you know like a complete one eighty like my mind to suddenly be like oh my gosh I can't wait to you know like <laughs> jump into recovery and it'll be wonderful. Uh, but I just I feel like my brain's at the same spot it was before I started. I can relate to that feeling very well. Yeah. What did you What did you think recovery would look like, or what did you hope it would look like? When you got out? Um, I think I hoped that I wouldn't be as obsessed about things that in my brain I know are arbitrary. You know, basically yeah. like, and I think I've said something like this before. I feel like when you are, you know, like 12 or 13 years old or whatever, starting on these behaviors, then you really are so naive that you might think like, oh, I just want, if I thinner, then my life will be better. <laughs> you know, like you really like yeah. believe that kind of thing. But when you're like the age that we are and you've been through it for so many years, you've, you've learned enough. You, you know, like that's not it. And I am fully aware that this, this does not solve yeah. anything. This doesn't make anything better. I'm not happier, but for some reason my brain still is just like, but I want it. And yeah, that that's the worst gets me part. so like, frustrated. It's like, but why? <laughs> yeah, we're we're smart people, and that like makes it worse because we know better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like I was saying in my audio journal. Like, I know in my head what I need to do, and I like truly think I need to do it. I just can't do it. Yeah, like it, it's it's maddening. It truly makes me feel crazy. Like last night, I felt crazy mm -hmm. like truly crazy mm -hmm. <laughs> i've been there and yes. it's it's like okay this is who i am i guess like when when there's no one else here after all is said and done like i'm still crazy <laughs> and i hate to use that word like w listeners should know like yeah that's not yeah we I know the, the 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 weight of that word that's how i mean to use it it's it felt really heavy yeah to feel crazy but with that said, I think it's a really normal place to be. And to compare it to my, you know, journey with my sexuality, I now can look back two years ago when this all started and see how I was progressing towards this like discovery mm -hmm. and to like reach the next level of authenticity with myself, like just to be honest with myself. I couldn't be honest with myself until now. And and with, you know, eating disorder recovery, I think it's the same way. Like you might feel like you're backsliding right now but I don't think it's it's for nothing and I don't think things are the same as they were before even if you feel like they are yeah and I mean what's your <laughs> rebuttal to that no I, I get that and I, I feel like I've felt the same way that you just said but it it takes a while like I don't right now but I've been at the point where you know like I can you know like look back and be like oh yeah actually you know like things were changing that you didn't realize and yeah it's not the same. <laughs> So I guess I just kind of hope for that, that, you know, a few months from now, maybe I can be like, oh, okay, that did do some good. <laughs> but it's, it just sucks being in the in-between yeah. and just waiting. Like when you're in the middle and experience it, experiencing it, then yeah, you yeah. can't see it. I feel really out of control right now, I think. And that is why I, I've been struggling with the eating stuff a little more lately is mm. because it, it does make me feel like I have control. And it's, it's scary to lose that. I know. And I hate that one too. I'm like, as cliche as it is, it's like, yeah, It's so cliche. I know. It's like, it's, it's all about control. <laughs> Even saying it, I feel stupid, but Me it, too. it really Whenever is. I like, like, I know. Oh, that word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just want some control over my fucking life, mm -hmm. man. 
I feel I feel very out of control right now. Um, I feel like I don't have control of this podcast episode. <laughs> I feel like we're kind of all over the place, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Honestly, like I'm just I just want to be more honest. Yeah, and I think that's what you're doing. There are lots of things to be excited about. Like we both are in the middle of fresh starts right now, mm-hmm. and like our lives can really go in any direction that we want. It's just a matter of, like, how the fuck do we get there? Yes. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like kind of have to realize that there is a way to go instead of just feeling like I'm stuck. So I think that's kind of where I am now. And, like, it's it's not. It just... (laughs) It's just while I'm not making any moves, then it feels like it. But you are making moves. Even if your move is, like, not making any bad moves, Mm -hmm. you know? You're still making a move. I, I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, I did go to, you know, the new therapy appointment where a lot of me didn't want to. <laughs> oh my God, you know. I went to a support group also this oh, week. Oh, okay. That's And new. I didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. I forgot to talk about that. Yeah. I went to a, a queer support group in my town and like six people showed up and, go. you know, I shared a little bit about what I was going through and then I left and it was very uncomfortable. But, well, yeah. but that's the stuff we need to do right now. Like we do isolate because maybe we don't put ourselves in situations where we're surrounded by people that we can easily reach out to. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's the practice again. Like you have to force yourself to do something un- uncomfortable because, yeah, it's not going to be like you say like, OK, I'm going to, you know, like make myself go to this group and you can't expect like. And then I'm going to go to it and it's magically going to make everything feel better. And I'm going to go out feeling so much more centered and so happy I did this. It's like, no, you're probably going to come out feeling like, God, what did I say? Exactly. <laughs> but go do it again. But it is practice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go do it again. I'm, I'm doing it again. I, I put like four events on my calendar and I told my therapist I was going to pick one to, to go to this month. So things okay. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious to hear what our listeners have to say about all this. Yeah. We've opened up a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm curious to hear if other people feel the same, like, they can't reach out. Do other people find, um, you know, like like we were saying before, like, you have this kind of, like, vein where you feel like this small, tiny path where you can be totally honest and let all of that stuff out. But in the greater world, you still have to, like, keep it all, like, yeah. undercover. And maybe, I don't know, I'm still trying to figure out how much sharing is too much sharing. Yeah, I think that's a problem too. Why I'm always hesitant to because I really worry about being seen as somebody that's sharing too much. And Me too. Yeah, which which is funny because I would imagine both of us, you know, are probably never seen as that because we are completely the opposite, but but it's like I fear that, so I make sure that, that I'm not that. That makes total sense to me. Yeah. And that's what I'm always struggling with on the podcast to some extent, but in real life, like for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like every time I disclose a little piece of myself to someone, I immediately regret it. And I start imagining all the ways they could use it to hurt me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why like, it's been really hard to talk to my parents about this. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go see my mom after this. And I haven't decided if I'm gonna tell her, like the real reason we broke right, up. Right, right. I mean, I might just say, "Hey, we we talked about something on the podcast today, and I don't want you to be blindsided by it." So yeah, you know, yeah, let's let's talk. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Next weekend, I'm going on a girls' trip with my sisters. Oh, cool. Yeah, to the beach. So that'll be good. We'll have to talk about when to record. I'm then. always kind of jealous about that. You get to 
hang out with your sisters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're they're pretty great. I mean, I haven't always been close to them, but now that we're all in the same area, I'm I'm really trying to be better at having a relationship with them. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, they're they're my only friends right now. Legit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, no, we have people you have who me. love us. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I, I just feel like I dropped a bomb and now I don't know what to do. <laughs> just sit back and watch it burn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if people have stuff to say, um, how can they tell us? Uh, but you always have it, like, at the ready. I'm always like, um, we've we've got social medias and they have names. Uh, <laughs> I'm always afraid I'm going to get, like, the wrong, say the wrong one. <laughs> Well, there's Instagram. That's, that's a pretty good that's one. That's the main one, I would say. Yeah, because, you know, like, Twitter's obviously become a clusterfuck, so I think we've given oh, up on I, that. I thought I deleted our Twitter. Maybe I didn't. I mean, it's it's not even Twitter anymore. Isn't that something, like, crazy? Well, no, there's like, a new one called Threads. There's that. But I thought I heard, like, Twitter is going to be, like, X, and, like, tweets are called Xs or something like that. I don't know. I heard about the X on the Twitter headquarters. Yeah. I don't. It was very mysterious. I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not a part exactly. of it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, Instagram's good. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram if you feel like it uh, at Pickles and Vodka Podcast. Yeah, and I will send a picture of farm animals to, to post. Look forward to that. Yeah. So next week, or maybe the week after, if my trip gets in the mm-hmm. way, um, we'll talk about the farm animal investigation (laughs) we'll talk about how things went with my mom Mm -hmm. and we'll share any thoughts that y'all have on on this this episode these topics (laughs) if you feel led to reach out please do so because we feel very alone right now yeah be nice to us (laughs) be nice to us be nice to yourselves (laughs) um i can't think of like a positive way to end this that's okay you know what Sometimes you don't have to wrap something up in a neat, positive way. A neat little a, positive bow. A neat little positive bow. <laughs> what if that's the name of that? That's episode? as soon as I said that. I was like, is that what we're going to call it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, um, if you've listened this far, sorry for the disappointment. <laughs> if you thought this was going to be a neat little positive episode. Yep. No neat little positive bows. <laughs> All right, Lauren, I'll text you between now and next time, I promise. Okay. <laughs> Me too. Um, tell Wait. Lauren happy fucking birthday. Yeah. Um, anyway, bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>